Welcome back to Retail Therapy on the Sunday Scaries podcast feed. My name's Will. My loyal co-host in the studio with me, Barrett. Barrett, how's it going today? Oh, it's going, man. I am just, uh, I'm just out here living the White Lotus meme life, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. It's just, it's so relatable. Like, every emotion that you could possibly have in these, uh, in the last couple of weeks of the year, perfectly summed up and encapsulated by, by one of the many White Lotus memes out there. And so... You know, Scaries has been has been touching on this as well uh, with a little bit of World Cup stuff. But like, what a week to have to work and to actually like legit like have stuff to still do. Like it's it's a that's it's a tough look. It's a tough it's a tough scene for those of us out here that um, you know just weren't able to button up everything before the twentieth of December. Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of a weird time. Like so this this episode is actually airing January first. That's and, right. But we're so recording the, it the, the week before I pro- Christmas. I should probably change my mindset to that of uh, of my January first no, no. mindset, which which will obviously be New Year New Year. No, no, it's it's worth discussing that we definitely should not be <laughs> doing anything this week. Like there's a like to, to the people that took it off. Like one, I'm amazed that you're able to take like two straight weeks off. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, to the people that didn't take it off, just know that uh, I'm I'm with you in solidarity as somebody who used to have to work a, a, a full schedule during the holidays no questions asked mm. uh, i'm not envious of anyone that has to work so i'm gonna i'm just going to uh be thankful that as of when this episode airs i've had the last week off and i don't really have too much to worry about but uh barrett i'm gonna do something that we should do more often maybe in 2023 yeah and i'm gonna ask you a question okay can i get a fit check right now because i'm loving your your sweater right now is like retail therapy purple yeah that's yeah yeah, is this the purple that we're going for? Like, is it's this, kind of, this no, I don't know if it's purple? what we're going for, but that's kind of the current purple of the uh, the Instagram, which is at retail dot pod. Okay, at yeah, a ripe yeah. at a ripe eighty one hundred followers right now. We're trying to get to that ten k by the time this episode airs. Ooh. I don't know if that's going to happen because I think um, I'm going to take the week off of social media between me... Christmas and New Year's. <laughs> let me. By the way, we're we're uh, we're we're back in action on the uh, on the screen going on. If you're if you like to watch this podcast, big for everybody. Yeah, that's huge. I'm not ruling um, out that something goes wrong mid episode, but. <laughs> But if it does, we will prevail. Yeah, uh, but it's it's going to take me a minute here to get used to being back on the ones and twos, uh, if you will. But so I'll just throw up throw up what I've what I've got here. This is from last season, so this this color, this eggplant color, is not available anymore. But this is just the shaggy cardigan from Stussy. It's good. Um, it's and real it's, good. You know, one of the easiest ways to get into the the, the fuzzy mohair cardi look because guess what it's not actually mohair it's just like um hunt like 60 percent nylon 40 percent acrylic it's so. faux hair dude huh it's faux hair it's faux hair fake yeah. mohair or bro hair bro hair we yeah. can do that also, too also bro hair yeah i'm fine with that <laughs> totally fine with that but uh yeah it's 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 a jam dude it's it is fuzzy and cozy and, and, and perfect for uh for a little daylight today where it's just kind of gray and cold and we're trying to pack for Christmas, you know? like up in Michigan right now, where it's going to be absolutely freezing, which I'm actually very excited for. But I'm so excited that I'm worried that I'm going to try to pack like every sweater that I've ever owned, right, right. and I'm going to try to pack every pair of heavy pants that I've ever owned, <laughs> every pair of boots that I've gotten. Like I don't need I don't need a pair of Blundstones and a pair of Solomon hiking boots up there. I just need one or the right, other. And just, right, right. I, but I still haven't made those ruthless decisions yet, and it's kind of stressing me out. Those are tough. Those are tough decisions to make. Are you now? How long is your trip again? <sighs> Seven, Seven days. days. Now, are you gonna? Are you gonna? This is a domestic travel. Are you gonna check a bag this time? Yes. Okay. I don't want to. So the 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 Italy trip where you where you went ten days with just a carry on didn't completely convert you into. We did we did not have a kid on that trip, which is the big game changer. Uh, but okay. we will be That's employing right. with our sweaters. We will be employing the shrink wrap mentality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is going to stay like that. That 
that entire process has made our packing lives so much easier. So we will be continuing to pack and uh, make our sweaters airtight. It just makes things so much easier. It's, on that's you. A, it's a great. Um, I, I gotta yeah, I gotta steal that. I gotta figure out how to do that. It's it's pretty easy. It's pretty easy, and it helps that our son also is obsessed with the uh, the toy that. Or not, I mean, I call it a toy because he uses it as a toy. He is obsessed with the pump that sucks the air out of everything, <laughs> and so it's it's a good thing to have uh, when we're when we're just traveling up there. Um, let's get some official business out of the way. We got an absolutely packed episode. We're kind of doing a little review of 2022. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. but before we do that, uh, go follow retail pod on Instagram at retail.pod. We're having fun over there. Uh, as always, we do a listener companion with most of the episodes. I would say 95% of the episodes get one and you can find those at willdefreeze.substack.com. Go subscribe there. And as always, every episode of Retail Therapy or almost every episode of Retail Therapy is on YouTube at youtube.com slash Podcast. Please go make sure you go subscribe there as you can watch that here today. And like like Barrett said, he's got the ones and twos back when it comes to sharing stuff on the screen. So your experience of listening to Retail Therapy is only enhanced I'm by back, going baby. over to YouTube. I'm back. But I have, I have some exciting news. We have a new sponsor today. This is exciting for numerous reasons. One, I like new sponsors. Two, this is a sponsor that is near and dear to my heart. When I first started Sunday Scaries eight, maybe even nine years ago, I didn't really know what to do. Didn't know how to build a website. Didn't know how to do anything. And I went to uh, a website where I Googled, you know what, what can I, what can I use in order to build a website that's going to look professional? And what I found was Squarespace. And what I did was built my website on Squarespace. I, uh, you know, kept up with it for so long and I did everything through it. I did the blogging through it. I did the sales of merch through it. I did email blasts through it. I did everything. And if you're not familiar with Squarespace, you need to be. It is such a great way to start your business or just your personal website. It's an all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website. You can engage with your audience and you can sell anything, your products, the content you create, and even your time. Like I said, this was really my entry point into getting into content. And so I'll always have a soft spot in my heart when it comes to Squarespace. I really like the aesthetic of the site overall, and it really allows you to make something beautiful that people will enjoy and people will like. So whether it came to the design part that they made so easy, the e-commerce part, which was also very easy, the email marketing part, it sends beautiful emails. Um, They have several different plans that suit you, and you can even run your Google suite through it. Uh, But they also have so many other features. You can connect your social media accounts that push content directly to your site automatically. They have analytics so you can look at how all your posts do or how your sales are doing. And you can just have real-time information about your content or your sales channels. If you're like me and you want to start your own thing and you want to be happy with it and you want to have full control, go to squarespace.com slash scaries for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code scaries to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. Again, that is squarespace.com slash scaries for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, just use code scaries for 10% off. All right, Barrett, we got a lot to take care of. We yeah. got a lot to take care of. Okay. All right. Let me uh, ooh, let me get dialed in here. So before we look back, we're going to do something briefly, and we're going to look forward. Okay. I have some bad news for you. Out of all the things that I prepared for today, this is the one where I feel the least confident. And I'm talking about any predictions that we might have for 2023 when it comes to fashion, when it comes to style. As, like For me, a lot of the stuff that I would have put on this list was already covered in the in-out episode that we just did recently. And so I don't really have anything too crazy 
So I'm interested in what you have for this first, and we don't have to we don't have to do anything. Like, yeah, you know, I think long winded. Well, there's a good chance that that we're we're circling back on this. Um, ring the bell for uh, in early mid late January, somewhere around that time when we've had a, maybe even February, maybe even you know after Q1 when we've had a little bit of time to digest what what uh, what we what we see out there cooking for 2023. But I do have a couple of notes that have uh, for 2023 that have kind of bubbled up just recently. Okay. Um, the first thing that, that I think it, it is, is kind of notable is that, I, and, and, you know, listeners can correct me if I'm wrong here, but did, did, did we ever feel, did you ever feel like you were really close in age to the generation above you? Like, did we ever feel like we were really close to Gen X? Like no? I, I didn't. I no? never, I never got that sense. Really, I, I guess there are some some examples of it, but like I, I feel like something interesting is happening right now, where all of the Gen Z trends are just millennial high school things. Yeah, correct. Or middle middle school high school things. Correct. Just, so yeah. I'm I'm sure there are examples of that. Like maybe like maybe when 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 like in like 2015 ish when we were doing like a lot of grunge stuff and like a lot of Seattle. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe that was like co opting something that. Gen X still felt yeah. like it was really recent. Yeah, kind of right? that like MTV, like they yeah, were old yeah. when we so, were young. So maybe maybe that's kind of what's happening a little bit. But like a lot of the stuff right now, whether it's like some of the music that they're listening to or some of the TikTok trends or some of the the, the kind of the looks in general that are that are populating um TikTok and, and kind of like the the younger trends right now. It's basically like Lizzie McGuire, Pen 15, late 90s or to early 2000s like limited to, but make it fashion style. So I, one of the things I actually, I only have two things for this and they're completely separate, but yep. one of mine actually kind of falls in line with this. And I'm going to attribute this to something that you have not attributed this to. And I don't know if you'll even believe me here, but I think the Barbie movie is going to trigger a bunch of people having like a very, like, just kind of like bubbly, colorful, like w- summer vibe this year. Okay. So even if that movie sucks, I still think there's going to be something that is like that limited to just kind of like bimbo summer. And I mean that in a nice way. So that I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned that because that's going to tie into one of my 2023 fashion predictions, which there will be two main competing trends. One will be goth. Okay. Or as they're calling it, soft goth. Okay. I don't know if you're up on all the Wednesday on how hot Wednesday is right now. I wish I was more up on it because I, I feel like I'm, it's, I'm it, out. It's huge. Yeah. And like Jenna Ortega is like the most popular person on the internet right now. Very She's much. absolutely the main character. And everything about like her look and her style is being replicated. And there are hair trends and makeup trends and tutorials on all of that. And it's like a lot of black and like a lot of hot topic type stuff. Guess how many and Instagram followers Wednesday Netflix has? I, I, 10 million. They commented on a Scaries post the other day because I used Wednesday for a Sunday post. And okay. they said, no, it's Wednesday, which was actually a very good <laughs> reply from them. 2.7 million followers. Yeah. That's a lot for the, a television the, the show. Ne- the Netflix effect is is really real. Like I'm getting off on a tangent here, but like, remember when like, like, I remember looking up the kids from Outer Banks mm-hmm. after the first season and being like, yeah, I bet they're pretty popular. They all had like 12 million followers already. To put already. this in perspective, White Lotus has 178,000 followers. <laughs> and, that yeah. is that, and that has been covering my feed for how long? And like Wednesday, Netflix has yeah. when, 2.7 million. When a show blows up on Netflix, especially with young people, it is, it is a different level of like content and internet saturation than when like an adult show like White Lotus on HBO blows mm-hmm. up. 
mm-hmm. you know? Anyway, so uh, th- there was a little bit, basically when all of those photos were leaking out from the set of Barbie with Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling, like in their costumes and everything, that kind of coincided with a, with, a tw- with a pink moment in 2022. Kim Kardashian was wearing a shitload of hot pink. Yeah, she and was. So there, uh, uh, MGK and Megan Fox were True. on their like pink tour. True. And so there was a bit of a, bar- a Barbie core thing happening. But I think that it will come back kind of with a with a fervor when that movie drops as well. And I think it will essentially run neck and neck and almost be like these two kind of, I'm sure that they will intertwine as well. But I think it'll be like the two running trends will be like this soft goth Wednesday thing and this Barbie core like, splash of color the, the movie of the summer always kind of dictates thing. some people's style and whether like i mean you saw it with top gun and the amount of mustaches that were flying yeah, around this yeah. last summer if barbie is good at all or if barbie is popular at all it's going to dictate people dressing like that bubbly kind of style and i think it'd be kind of fun for the summer yeah i'm in i'm in <laughs> but that's that that's kind of my that, that's really my my only kind of very like specific fashion prediction other than that i just i i expect to continue to see a lot of early 2000s stuff. I, I, I think I've, yeah, it was kind of hard Back for me to force. get through, uh, trying to come up with anything that wasn't just directly early 2000s. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it was just kind of like, I don't really know where else to go with this. Yeah. Uh, I did ask you also for any 22, I love new year's resolutions mm-hmm. in general. I always make about 10 of them so that if I fail at like a few of them, I at least have one or two that I like actually accomplished. Uh, I think it's time for some 2023 style or fashion resolutions. And this is for us personally. These are things that we need to do for ourselves. Yeah. How many did you come up with? Um, (laughs) Just one. Oh, I came up with five, but none of mine. I will say that even though I will read all five, I don't think all five of mine are worth like actually caring about that. Okay. There's maybe maybe only one that I think I would like to stick to. Maybe I will come up with a couple uh, here just, you know. Off the dome. Okay. So I'm going to let you start with uh, with one or two of yours, and then I'll give you one of mine, which is almost more of a bit at this point. Okay. And then we'll see if, if, if anything else comes to springs okay. to mind. One resolution I have, and this is to make my wife happy. It is I vow to stop buying black T-shirts. <laughs> and I, will, I also vow to donate my black T-shirts that I'm not currently wearing because I need to get rid of them. Okay. It is, it is a, a, ve- a very bad situation where if you look at the stack of T-shirts in my closet, it's just like, why do you have 20 of these? I didn't have any... Uh, as of 2019, and now I pretty much exclusively have black t-shirts. My next one is that I vow to wear my baggiest pair of pants before February 1st and make a decision on them before February 1st as well. I've had these pants sitting in my closet. Uh, They're over a seven inch hem because everyone knows that's what's in. Yeah, right. And I've been too gun shy. I'm not going to wear them to the office because I'll be overthinking everything all day. (laughs) I'll have producer Randy eyeing me up the second I walk in going, are those pants bad? I'm just going to get too self-conscious. So I think I'm going to have to like go out for a beer with somebody, wear my baggy pants and just see how I feel about it. Okay. And uh, another one before we get to yours, uh, I vow to start shopping for uh, secondhand or vintage pieces, which is something I straight up never do Mm -hmm. these days. And it's something I think I would actually enjoy doing. But this also has a two-parter in that I need to start selling my nicer stuff online rather than just like getting rid of it or letting it sit in my closet forever. And I need you to hold me accountable for that one. Yeah. I need to start selling there, some of the nicer stuff. There is, so there, there's a really wonderful um, kind of high-end consignment shop here called Moss on South Lamar. Mm-hmm. Austin shouts to Moss. Uh, Laura has great success there. At, like that, it's, it might be her favorite store in Austin. Every time she walks in, she walks out with like at least a couple of things at a at, with at really good prices compared yeah. to to the retail value. And I mean, there's just like so much nice stuff that's like barely touched. You, a ton of it still has tags on it. Anyway, 
they used to do men's like five, six, seven years ago. And it was in that same store. And then they stopped. They went, they did away with it with men's because it just, it like, it just, it wasn't successful. Yeah. I saw an email from them just last week where they are thinking about expanding and like they have a few options in mind. Please do. And Please one do. of the options was bringing back men's. Bring back the men's. So I really, really hope that Moss brings back men's because it does take some, like, dude, that, I mean, I'm in the same, like, I am actively selling stuff right now, but it's so hard because like, the, the, there's still a ton that I don't even have listed yet because it's a time commitment. It takes, oh, it is. Yeah. You know, you got to get the right light. You got to take the photos. You got to list. You got to take the measurements. You, I mean, it's just, you know, I, it's, it's, it's I kind think of my drag. hang up is that I used to, I used to have to do all that for my job. Yeah. Like get the photos, edit the photos. And I know you don't have to edit the photos to go on grilled or whatever, but when it came to doing the measurements, writing descriptions, and yeah. like I almost have PTSD when it comes to doing that. And I'm like, oh, nope, I can't even do it in my personal life. I did it for too long as my job. I don't want to do this anymore. But it's it's a necessity at this point, Barrett. It's a necessity. What okay. are you what's yours? Okay. So my my main one, which is just a it's it's a bit at this point, because it's the third year in a row now that it's gonna be on my on my <laughs> my New Year's resolutions. I am going to proxy from Japan. What? Uh, uh, I had, please, I, this is, please this is explain. This is the third time that I've put it on my list. So this is now 2021 and 2022 where the year has gone by and I didn't hold myself to it. I didn't do it. And I didn't do it. I just didn't do it. I didn't do it. Okay. Here, uh, here, here's where this stems from. Uh, super fashion or super popular brand in the streetwear and fashion world. I'm sure most listeners have heard of it. Capital, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Capital with a K. It's out of Japan. They, um, they've got some American distribution. You can find it at a bunch of different stores, uh, like, you know, kind of little men's boutiques and, and specialty shops like that. For whatever reason, our, and by our, I mean, America's arrangement with Japan means that when these clothes are sold in a shop like canoe club out of Boulder, the price is like double what that garment actually costs through the J Japanese yen to us dollar conversion. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a huge tax on it. All you have to do to buy this stuff for the Japanese price, which is a massive savings, um, is like go through uh, Zen Market or um, JPY Rakuten or something. There's a couple others. Zen Market is the big one that, I, that I've been super close to using. What if we just have now, a listener who the, like the, maybe is living in Japan and <laughs> wants to hook it up? I mean, that, that would be a super easy way to do it. Because here, kind of the big problem is that it's a commitment because essentially what you have to do is you have to put money into your Zen Market yeah. account. I, do you ever do the and thing where you, you shop to... on Japanese sites and you have no idea what anything says, but you're just clicking on like the, the clothing? I did that for about yeah. an hour the other day and was like, well, what are you doing? <laughs> like, you don't even know if, the, like, you don't even know if this is adult clothing. This could be for kids. And you're just like sitting here clicking around. So it, yeah, it, it, it requires like, and you know, you want to make it worth your while. So you're probably going to like spend like five or 600 bucks. And that means putting five or $600 just like in this random ass account online and dangerous. then like waiting three weeks to get your stuff over from Japan. And then like the amount of stress you're going to be going through where it's like, oh, do I, is it, did, did this order even go through? <laughs> Um, it's like this has been in customs in Bangladesh for two I, no, weeks. No, and already like like okay, one of my one of my Black Friday purchases that I ended up making was I made my first ever purchase um, from one of Hidden's collaborations. Mm -hmm. uh, speaking of fuzzy cardigans, they did a, a, a drop with uh, with needles, and I snagged the cardigan. And like you have to wait three to four weeks for them to ship shit. 
And it is like, it is, I'm losing my mind about it. Like I can't. It's tough, dude. That That's not for me, man. It's not it's for me. Tough. You go through all five stages of grief whenever you order a package. <laughs> you're just sitting there and you're like, what is going on? Where is this thing? Is it ever going to come? It's just the worst. Yeah. It's the worst. And like apparently like like um, three to four weeks, like the bare minimum, a lot of times it like, extends to six or seven and like drop a pair of socks in your yeah, box for you. I, like I don't care about the socks, man. Just like don't make me wait a month for this. I can't do this. I'm not built for that. I don't want to talk shit on anybody, but I might have had something on my wish list from maybe an artist that might have done some prints and the prints might have really started to rise a little bit late <laughs> and when when we emailed them regarding that uh the the long shipping based on what they originally told us they kind of shot back and said we said by the end of the month <laughs> we're like okay sorry sorry you did not mean this month you yeah, meant by the yeah. end of the month okay okay sorry so i would really like to do this uh i, I mean it, it, even bigger savings on something like visfum which again way way cheaper if you can actually proxy it and get it from japan instead of Going through the whole import bullshit that that jacks up the price. Yeah, I mean, I mentioned this recently, and I don't think it's for the same reason. But like the Drake's the Drake's US website versus the Drake's UK website, yeah, uh, yeah. things are much more expensive on the US website. It's devastating. Yeah. It's devastating. So I'm going to proxy out of uh, London. May, yeah, yeah, you might be able to do that as well. I might just move um, over there. The the other one, and I, I've, I've just added this one because it's something that I'm I'm dealing with currently, and that I've been thinking about, and that I I really do need to to commit myself to this. And this is this is not a do, but a don't. Um, I'm going to stop buying shoes out of FOMO exclusively. Can you name a pair of shoes that you've bought out of FOMO this year? Yeah. Just an example. Yeah. I, I, I torched them on the inner out list. Well, oh, the 550s? But yeah. Oh, you bought some this year? Oh, I bought, yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. No. They, they, I have no concept for how long 550s have been around. I felt I felt bad about going after the 550s a little bit. You on broke the, some hearts, On bro. the inner out list. You I, broke I some knew, hearts, yeah, dude. Yeah, because I knew I was good. I, I knew that that would be um, a little bit inflammatory. And I want to say, like, I still see pictures of people in 550s, and I'm like, those look great. And then I pull them out of the box, and I put them on my feet, and I'm like, I fucking hate these. Why? And and so th- th- this year, I, I, I think it was earlier this year. Yeah, it was earlier this year. I bought the high top 650s. Oh, because okay. prior to that, all of this stuff had been easily movable for at least retail value. Yeah, and so I was like, "All right, I'll see what they're about. I'll see the I'll, I'll, sure." Yeah, you know, if, if if you're on the list, you basically the the ALD New Balance draws are essentially like a you know you're gonna get it. you know you're gonna get it. And so uh, I was like, "Yeah, I'll try out a pair of these." I did the same thing with the gray and white suede ones that just recently released because mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I was out on 550s, but I really like the way these look. I did gray, like those. With the gray and white. I brought them in. Again, I put them on my feet. I'm like, why did I do this to myself? Why? Why? Why did I do this to myself? And now I can't move either pair of those for, for retail. Like, like I'm going to have to take a $40 See, loss on on both pairs. I'm annoyed with you because to, to you're, pressure, you're pressuring me unintentionally to buy shoes out of FOMO. And it's the Tom Sachs, <laughs> uh, like, general purpose shoe. I want the white ones. So I've, I've, I've wanted the white ones. Yeah. I still want them. I don't want them for $600. I just want them for cheap. And yeah. it's never going to happen. And I'm coming to terms with that. But see, you actually want that shoe. It's not. It's like it's not FOMO. Like if they, rest- yeah, but I don't think I would have rest- wanted them had you not gotten the orange ones. And yeah. then suddenly I'm looking at them, and you're like, yeah, they're com- they're comfortable. And I'm like, <laughs> oh man, they are. Yeah, oh, like, it's killing what, me. What, what I what I do, and like you can do this. You can you can get away with this on like on the sneakers app, for example, with Nike stuff because Nike will let you return anything. Yeah. But like when New Balance drops on their site and it's and it's something like special or hype, like it's no returns. Like when ALD does it, it's no returns. Mm-hmm. Like 
And I have to, I, with all that type of stuff, like unless I am a million percent positive that it's going to flip or that I'm going to be able to yeah, get my got, money back. You got to rein it in. I got to, I got to rein that in because now I'm stuck with shoes that I, that I, I got nothing to I do with. I just donated a bunch of shoes. So a bunch of shoes. There was a pair of 550s in there. They were torn were to they, shit. I mean, were they cooked? Yeah. Yeah. They were okay. cooked. Yeah. They were cooked. I, I didn't, I wouldn't have felt right trying to like actually exchange yeah. currency for yeah. them. Yeah. They, they, they were cooked. Uh, I have another, I have a shoe uh, resolution. I'm going to finish out my resolutions. Uh, I need to invest in some high-end, uh, very classic, quiet sneakers. Okay. That I can wear out somewhere that to like a generic thing. Like I'm not looking for anything that's like going to stand out. I'm looking for something that's going to blend in. Like I want some common projects that aren't the common projects price point. I want something very, very low-key. And I need to do it. Because right now all I have is like kind of like but if this is a if this is a go to wear all the time blend in elevated look like why would you not just pick a pair of common projects? Because I don't know if I want to wear them all the time. I don't know. There's something about common projects that just breaks my heart looking at that price. Yeah. I need I need to get them as a gift from my wife. <laughs> that is that is how I that is how I, how I acquire a pair. But that's a good. I mean that's a good point. Like I am so big on cost per wear that I know that I would end up getting the most out of it. Um, another issue is, is that I have trouble. I, I need to like go to like a location and, and look at a million different ones right, and right, see what right. looks good because online it's so difficult to see. Yeah. Uh, and my final one is just, I, I've been wearing the same green suit to every single wedding for the past two years. I, I have to go buy a new suit. I have to go get a new suit. So I'm dedicating myself. I'm going to get a new suit before summer. It's going to be new suit summer and I'm going to, I'm going to be flexing and I'm going to okay. be happy with myself. Right. And those are my resolutions. If I accomplish even one of them, that is a win for the year. <laughs> uh, now it's time to look back. We've right. got three different categories. We've got our trend of the year. We have our aesthetic of the year. And we have our fit of the year, which has two different breakout categories. One is for celebrities and one is for ourselves. Time. Let's start off with trend of the year. Yeah. Uh, I had several that were, uh, that were up for debate. And to be honest, I still don't know which one I have as my trend of the year. It's going to be a game time decision. I had cigarettes coming back with all those cool kids in Brooklyn. I had lobels, which we discovered are very, very popular. Uh, the coastal grandmother aesthetic, which uh, I, I would love to adopt at some point, and maybe even the frazzled Englishwoman aesthetic, something we didn't even get to. Uh, yeah, we sure did not. You got to think caviar bumps is going to get a little nod there. I mean, you know. Bladder Botox and route to the Hamptons, <laughs> still one of the bougier things we talked about this year. And obviously, Negroni Spogliatos were, were very top of mind for a lot of people. But I hate to say it. I think my trend of the year, I, I have to do this because I think this is the, I think this is what I actually did the most of. And I actually hopped on trend with, I think I'm going low bowls, baby. I think, wow, I think we're eating okay, out of bowls okay. that are also plates this year. <laughs> and I think we are loving it. You know, I, I looked down in my, in my dishwasher the other day and it was just like nothing but low bowls. Dude. And I'm like, why do we, why do we even have plates at Dude. this point? We never use, we the bought, plates. we bought plates at the same time as we bought our low bowls. We might as well just yeah. like break you know, them. Yeah. When, when do you ever use the plates? Don't. Almost never. Don't. It's always a low bowl. Because like, no matter what you like, like. Call uh, me Lisa Lobel. <laughs> Here's the thing. When you're sitting down for a lunch or a dinner or whatever, chances are, chances are you could benefit from a little high side. You like, need the high side. To, to scoop a little something up into your into your utensils with. You, I didn't know I needed it until I had it. And now it's all like, I feel like my food is just like in a half pipe and it's like a world-class snowboarder just hitting just hitting tricks left and right. I, I, I love the low bowl life. I'm so thankful that when we started this podcast, you, you said, I think we got to talk about low bowls. Low tomorrow. bowls, yeah. You changed yeah. my life forever because you made me realize, you know what? I've got, I've got some beauties in front of me and I got to use them. Okay. Well, my trend of the year is something that... Um, 
probably made an appearance on at least four episodes this year. Okay. Uh, I, I, you know, I kind of zagged. I, I did, you know, I went with clothes here. My trend of the year is the Birkenstock Boston. Oh, man. Don't do this to me. Um, I've been wanting them so bad. Well, let, let me let me talk it let me talk it through with you because I'm at a little okay. bit of a crossroads myself here. Okay. Uh, you will recall that about halfway through the year, I decided that that I that uh, I, I I put this pair on my wish list as well. I wanted a kind of a a, a dupe, but like a hot, like it was essentially like an elevated dupe yes. from Isabel Marant called the Mervin sandal. Uh, I ended up snagging those for a price that I was really really happy with. I've worn them like two times. And now every time I put them on my feet, um, I feel like like I like look like a hobbit or an elf or you don't look like I, a I, hobbit. I, no, I look like I'm coming from the Renaissance Fair because of the way <laughs> because of the way they did the leather going like fully over the toe of the shoe. Okay, so you don't get that cork that cork bed midsole around, which kind of yeah. like separates the the clog look. Yeah, in between the buckle and the the way that the you leather kind of feel is like constructed. You have wood shoes, like you're from the Netherlands yeah, or something. I, it, it's too it's too elfish. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the Birkenstock Bostons, especially the Taupe Suede, they are listed on StockX yes. now, Will. Yes, it's devastating. I went there you, the other you, day. You Google Birkenstock Boston, and every link you click on, except for, like, unless you want a shearling-lined one, is going to be sold out pretty and much. And by the time we can get some, everyone's going to be over them. And, and well, and so that that's essentially my dilemma. It's also why I'm naming it the 2022 trend of the year, because okay. it's they are so ubiquitous now. I see them so often on such a wide swath of people, and it's still a trend that I like. I like the look of. Mm -hmm. I see the Birkenstock Bostons, and I'm like, good choice, man mm -hmm. or woman or any Sally's been wearing person. them every single day, and, every single day. Um, to But to that same end, to that same degree, I'm like, I think I've missed this. I think it's over. Like, I think I can't... <sighs> As the hosts of Retail Therapy, I, I don't think that we can jump on a trend this late. I know. I know. It'd be tough for us. It'd be <laughs> tough for us to do. It, we, the thing is, we physically can't. Like, and we, Well, and that's the other I problem. I went to the site the other day. I can't get a pair right I went now to the anyway, site. So. I went to Birkenstock the other day. I thought, surely they can't still be out. Like, surely they can't. They are. They're and, de they're, they definitely are. And you're right. Like, the only place that has them is, like, StockX. And that seems crazy to me. It's like, insane. That's insane. Like, my, my buddy, I had lunch with my buddy earlier this year. Uh, it was in probably April. I think it was, yeah, I think it had to have been April. And he showed up to this and this was, people were still, people were wearing Boston's at this point, but you know, I didn't have a lot of people in my crew wearing them. And he showed up with some purple ones and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> like I need those. But I was like, no, no, I can't swagger jack him this close. I'm going to wait till fall when I'm actually going to wear these Boston's and not worry about it. By the time fall hit, like there was no shot I was going to be there, able to get them yeah, at this point. Yeah. I don't even know how Sally got them. She probably got them for like $500 on stock. Well, or no, goat. Sally, Sally was, was looking to cop at a time. It, it, it was just on the precipice. They hadn't landed on StockX yet. Places were restocking. You could even pre-order from places that were like, we expect our shipment within the next month. Speaking of waiting three or four weeks to something to ship. Mm -hmm. But it was right. But but essentially, like holiday, holiday shopping started. StockX added them. And I am, I'm almost positive with this. I'm pretty sure that like monitors and bots and, and cook groups have Birkenstock Bostons on their radar now. Don't, like that's, I, it's I, why I'm it's this is part of you know this is why I put like reselling like on, on my out list like because it's just so annoying mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and uh and and yeah so I'm I am I'm tor I'm torn on whether to make a last minute play for these uh, to to try to hunt something down uh I'm because just, I'm too scared I think you're right 
You know, I don't it's, think we can. It's, it's 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 weird because it's like sometimes, sometimes something becomes hot and it becomes more of a generalized trend, and you can fill the void from a lot of different places or with a lot of different things. You can't with these. And I think with the Burke Bostons, you you needed the Burks. Mm-hmm. You had to go Burke. You you stuck with the real brand that was the OG, the one that had always done it, the one that was doing it right. There's just no. There's uh because this is by the way the Isabel Morant is my second attempt at an elevated dupe. I'm Don't not forget e- that I had the Yucatan Sows as well, which fly off your feet if you take a step that's long, that's more <laughs> than like eight inches. You ever watch the Birdcage? You had to just like shuffle in those. You ever watch the Birdcage with Robin Williams and Nathan Lane? No. They have they're in that they have uh, a a housekeeper and he he's not used to wearing shoes. He's used to wearing very little clothes. <laughs> And uh, he decides to put on some loafers, and he can't walk in the loafers. And every time he walks in them, he either like goes flying or the shoes go flying. And, and that's what I'm imagining you doing. That, no, that that is how it was. Like I would, ha- I would, I, I think I wore those probably three times. And when I wore them, I would just like shuffle. Yeah, I just wouldn't lift up my heels. If, if you don't have a pair of Boston's on by February first, like we, I think we just need to move on. Yeah. We just need to go forward because I, I'm not going to add any companies. There's other people out there that are selling clogs out there these days that are very similar. But I can't bring myself to go on with this, the other ones. I'm not. I can't be the person that shows up with a Dell DJ when everyone else shows up with an I, the first iPod. Like I was that guy. It didn't go over well. You had a Zune, dude. I didn't have a Zune. I did not have a Zune. I had the Dell DJ, the a Dell very DJ. very niche uh, MP3 player. Very good. What, Randy? Don't judge me for my Dell DJ. My parents didn't want to splash for an iPod. Uh, now we have to go on to our aesthetic of the year. Something we did uh, most episodes this year is bring up some sort of aesthetic. And uh, for me, this one was a much easier, easier decision for me compared to the trend of the year. Uh, okay. For the trend of the year, I really pulled from a lot of stuff that we had already talked about. And I'm going to do the same thing with aesthetic of the year. The aesthetic of the year that I'm going to dub my aesthetic of the year is the Night Lux aesthetic. And part of the reason I'm doing this is because it's become so widespread that we're finally seeing the Instagram-y, Instagram version that we knew that the kind of just like chuggy, like bright, like staged Instagram. Now we're getting messy shots of dinner tables with like martinis, just like, you know, sweating everywhere. We got glasses of wine, just dirty pasta plates. I'm loving it. I'm absolutely loving it. People are getting sexy out at dark restaurants again. The pandemic's over. We're all loving life and we're finally getting away from just those curated, clean and simplistic Instagram feeds that we just all got tired of. I'm here for the night locks. So that's your aesthetic of the of of the year. It's of 2022. Yeah. That is my aesthetic of the year. And plus, like, I, like this stuff looks great in portrait mode. If you have a new phone and you're rocking portrait mode, yeah, and you're doing it in the dark, like your photos are just turning out great these days. Yeah. Um, you you mentioned some good ones. I really enjoyed kind of everything that I think uh, Antwave tried to capture. The, the the kind of you know the 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 crafty off kilter kind of mm-hmm. hippy dippy mm-hmm. beat that 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 a lot of people were were rocking with and and that really really kind of consumed a lot of menswear for the most part. Dude, um, I've been putting like pins on like my my tote bag lately, and it yeah, just makes me feel like yeah. I'm like a kitschy little ant. But um, in much the same way that 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 my Birkenstock Boston selection for trend of the year was kind of like a look back on what I think dominated the most. I'm also going to do the same for for aesthetic. Your, you, I, your picks, I think, are almost like more like they're looking back, but they're also looking forward. They're kind of like ones that I feel like you are ready for to continue. Ready to I'm, continue. I'm ready for it to go from from a, a niche, uh, you know, culture podcast. Yeah. I'm ready for them to like for everyone to be doing it. For me, the aesthetic of the year, I think, was Clean Girl. Yeah, 
the, I, that's I, good. The, the, I, good. you know, I, and I'm, I'm trying not to be too, like have too much recency bias mm-hmm. with these selections as no, well. No, but you're right. You're and right. Like for the, for the most part, like what I really, really like felt like I dove deep into, especially the, you know, kind of March through August was basically like Haley Bieber fits. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like, I mean, she had her line come out. Uh, Courtney Kardashian just released like Lemmy gummies. Like Kim Kardashian changed her entire line. Like, I mean, the the amount of beauty that's come out that has nothing to do with like makeup or anything like that is just it's taken over. Brad Pitt. Yeah. Dude yeah. doesn't even know what's going on. Yeah, clean girl aesthetic. I think you're right. I think you're right. I didn't even take that into account. And again, it's one that probably is like, you know, it's it's not it's not necessarily like over or dead, but it's definitely not the bleeding edge anymore either. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's saturated at this yeah. point. Like, right. and also I think it's difficult to get a lot of these products from a lot of these celebrity lines. I don't think that like getting road, I, I think there's certain road products that are really difficult for people to find. And so it's just, it's just hard. And like, honestly, I, no, I'm not going to say what I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to ask if we were getting, if we were just getting Haley Bieber, uh, just overexposure, but like, I don't, I don't want to live a, a life where a we life are. where that, where that's, yeah. uh, that's what's happening. Yeah, I take it back. Look, I, here's the thing with Haley Bieber, Bieber overexposure. It's hard for somebody that doesn't really do anything mm-hmm. to be overexposed. She hits red carpets and, and posts Bobby I mean Instagram albums. I mean albums. that in the nicest way possible. I mean, but like beyond her new skincare line. No one's listening not... to this and you're like, do these guys hate Haley Bieber? <laughs> Are they, like her main job is to like look dope as hell for paparazzi shots, right? Yeah, that's how she moves skincare product. Yeah, you want to look like the her and the paparazzi. Yeah, shots. she has really so, good skin, and I and I appreciate that about her. Um, but yeah, that that just kind of the 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 hair pulled tight, the middle parts, the big blazers, mm-hmm. gold chains, like mm-hmm. crops, crop tops or bras as tops, like under all that, like all that kind of that 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 clean girl it girl look is is this is a uh, good call. It's what I'm, what I'm, it's what I'm crowning for 2022 aesthetic of the year. I think it's time for the main event. Fit of the year, my friends. This was stressful. There's a lot to take in here. Barrett, I've sent you uh, two different photos. Uh, These are, these are little collages that I've made with some of my nominees this year. I don't know how deep you went into your nominees, but I had some, some time to kill. And so uh, some of the, some of the nominees that have been up here, uh, two of these are from Venice. Uh, from the film festival, we've got uh, backless uh, Timothy Chalamet, <laughs> just absolutely killing it in what looks—I mean, he's just crushing like some some red silk, uh, just uh, almost like romper, just a backless romper almost. Yeah, this uh, was this was big. We also have Florence Pugh when she showed up in her all purple. I, I've just been loving purple and Merlot and just all those colors this year. And when Florence Pugh showed up in this, this was just during peak. Don't worry, darling. And yep. it was her yep. time to show, you know what? I'm above all this and I'm going to stay above all this. And this was uh, her purple matching set that she wore beforehand, uh, that she wore before her, what people called the revenge dress that she wore. I, I just absolutely loved it. She posted an Instagram where she was just rocking out a uh, Aperol spritz. She killed it. And then uh, the the spray-on dress from Bella Hadid also made my list just because it, it still has kind of blown my mind a little bit, and I kind of want to do this sometime. I don't want to wear it in public, but I kind of want someone to just paint me. This is a great callback. I, th- this is a, a, a certainly a fashion moment that deserves you know another look here as, as, as we close out the year, I think. And then... My other looks, and these this, none of these are my looks of the year. I'm glad you put this one up first. Oh, okay, okay. For my other one, these are your 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 HMs, your honorable mentions. Those are my honorable mentions. 
Uh, here we also have one of the first looks we ever talked about was Tom Holland just rocking a uh, Basquiat mug just out in public. And if my memory serves me correctly, I'm pretty sure that mug costs about $175. So walking through the streets of London with it is very cocky. Whoa, Look, wait, what's the mug? Uh, it's like a Basquiat collaboration mug because everyone knows that his his estate is just being like run into the ground. Everyone's collaborating and just using it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure this mug is very expensive. Uh, he's kind of rocking what could be a tiny beanie at some point, depending on how he wants to do it. <laughs> the Carhartt, the jeans, and then he's got Zendaya's hand around him. This is just king shit all around. Uh, Cameron, he he did he did what my summer was uh, was hoping to do, and that is just rock lace all summer. Cameron from White Lotus. Yeah. His Cameron beach from, fit yeah. the day that he he was flirting with Harper. It, the, yeah. Yeah. That this was so. It, I I, I talked to you a little bit about this. Um, when I was watching Bachelor in Paradise this this summer. Yeah, that like these guys are was, actually yeah, dressing like well. I was like having trouble wrapping my head around the fact that like bros were kind of leaning into some style that I was a fan of. Uh-huh. And Cameron just like like yeah, he just dropped a dime on us. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he he was he he. This was great. This was great. And was, Theo James looks amazing. Like he crushed the lace. He crushed the crochet shirt. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. short swim shorts. Uh, just the the boy the Sicilian tan. Well, five o'clock shadow. It all had the to time. happen. It had to happen, and it felt good knowing that I also went nips out in uh in Italy. When in we Italy, were there. yeah, and, you were right and a, seeing yeah. Theo James going nips out in Italy. It's just a beautiful, beautiful thing. And then I have Martha Stewart's uh, hungover fit in Las Vegas, where she's just going full oatmeal season and just being an absolute queen. Uh, but I think I, this is this is a very difficult decision for me. I think I think I have to do it. I think I'm going Theo James White Lotus. Okay, wow. It was wow. a signature scene. It was a signature moment in the series where we still don't even know what happened between them. <laughs> uh, Lace, I think, took over so many people's wardrobes this summer, whether they were rocking yeah, it with nothing yeah. under, whether they were doing it with like, uh, what, what were you calling them? We don't call them wife beaters on this podcast. We call uh, them wife pleasers. We call them wife pleasers. Uh, and you know, it's just, I, I just loved it. And I think White Lotus really took over for everybody. And I think I'm going to look back on 2022 as uh, the year that White Lotus... Uh, uh, just did it to him. I'm going with Theo James. Congratulations, sir. All right. He narrowly beat out uh, what I think. If if I had to go with the other one, I think Florence Pugh might have gotten my my nod. But I'm going with Theo James. Um, did you want to give give your own looks a look here? Sure, or, we can do that as yeah, well. Yeah. We can do that as well. Uh, the nominations that I have for my own looks uh, were two different things. Uh, Barrett, you can put if if you do you have them. I do. I okay. Do. Let me let me get these up for you. One look is one that I wore twice. I know you're not supposed to replicate these looks. I know you're not supposed to do this stuff. But one of them was where I wore my uh, my lace shirt or my kind of whatever shirt. Yeah, right. Uh, I wore this in Cabo San Lucas. I also wore it, uh, I think I talked about it last episode, uh, when we were in Positano. And I wore that because it went off without a hitch in Cabo, and I absolutely loved it. I got to wear my favorite loafers, my Belgian loafers from my wedding, and I just wore some classic white pants. I don't remember if these were J. Crew denim or what. And then the other look that I said it was going to try to rival it was all Drake's. I had a Drake's white linen shirt for our boat day. I had Drake's, uh, my favorite new swim trunks, probably my favorite swim trunks I've ever had, if I'm being honest. They these, fit, are, these are Drake's? Yes, they okay. fit so nicely. They are so, I, I just love them. But I have to go with the nips out. It was the year of the nipple. I'm going with the lace shirt. I'm going with uh, the, the black lace shirt, the white denim, and my Belgian loafers. That's my fit of the year. It got, it, it got worn twice in two really high-pressure situations, a group dinner in Cabo for Dylan's wedding. 
and then a night where I knew we were going to have to get some pictures uh, taken that might get framed in the future when we went to Positano. Yeah, yeah, so that's a good one. If that... I if I if I was wearing them in those pressure filled situations, I think I have to give them the nod for the yeah. fit of the year. As they say, that's uh, that's uh, that's a framer. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got for us, Barrett? Um, so. <sighs> I, I think I may have I, I kind of missed the boat here. I'm not a, I'm not as prepared as I wish I was for this. At least with the the celebrity fits of the year, I, I I didn't have time to 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 dive in and. Luckily for you, I had way too much time and recall uh, all of my favorite fits. So, uh, with the limited time that I did have, I thought about I just tried to rack my brain and think about what what stood out to me the most. What could I just pull from memory where I was like, what? Or I was like. Yo, um, <laughs> did you watch Barry this season? A batty? No, uh, I did not watch this season. I don't know if I'll pick it up again. Okay, <laughs> all good. There's a, a a bit in there that I kind of started doing. I was just gonna um, touch on it real quick, but it just got so serious. It, oh yeah, it's dark. Okay, uh, do you remember when Sydney Sweeney? got called out for, um, you know, going to her mom's birthday party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When she went to her mom's birthday and everyone everyone tried to cancel her. And everybody tried to cancel her. As if she, like, as if she frosted the cake herself. Yeah, yes, yes. Um, well, if I recall correctly, the next public appearance that she made was um, – was at a party for, I believe, yeah, it was the the L Women in Hollywood event in Los Angeles. Uh, it looks like this happened in mid to late October. And she showed up in this look that was straight off the runway from a brand that I'm not really familiar with called Roke. Uh, and absolutely crushed it. And I thought it Dude, was just such a statement. This is so Julia Fox. Uh, it's very Julia Fox. Very it's, Julia it's, Fox. It's, it's, it's very Julia Fox. Um, but I just... I. She, you know, she was one of the stars of the year, right? Like mm -hmm. absolutely, you know, had so many moments on Euphoria. Obviously, White Lotus that was coming off White Lotus season one, um, and so to 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 pull up in just this kind of crazy all leather look that's of course that that that's like very revealing and very edgy and very, um, you know, got a little dominatrix BDS. M type thing, little goth, going little on, Wednesday, little goth going on. Um, but I thought it was, I, I, I thought it was a really, really good look. She crushes most of 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 what she wears, um, and I just liked the 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 kind of like the wet hair and the the it, it, and it all 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 of it in like this package that was kind of like a clapback without mm. having to say anything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just thought was 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 pretty great. I just came up with another fit that should have gotten a nod from us. Like, tell me what it, it was. Is, I don't huh? even know where Harry Styles was going. He might have been showing up in Venice, but it was when he wore the uh, the purple blazer over like the there like a purp a green and per a green and purple cardigan. Mm -hmm. He just had the mm -hmm. the, mm -hmm. the leopard print bags, and, and he was just killing it. I also would have loved to nominate one of his fits from uh, when he did his residency over in. Dude, those were all yeah. But I didn't go to the concert, so I would feel I would feel like I was stealing some valor there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what were you going to say uh, next? Okay, so that so th that's kind of like my the, just pulling from memory. I think that's probably my celeb fit of the year, and. Um, Give yeah, us, the, give the, us the personal bear fit of the yeah, year. Yeah, okay. All right. So so from my personal, I will now see I it, I think this is my most liked Instagram ever. So I am going to pull up my own um my own lace moment if you don't mind. Let me uh, let me let me get it queued up here. I'm heading to your page right now. At Barrett <laughs> Dudley for those keeping track at home. At 
Barrett Dudley. Yeah, this is um Okay, one sec, y'all. Sorry. I know exactly what you're gonna go with. You have like actually now that I'm going through your page, like you got numerous ones that you could go through. All right. So so he, he, here's my look. This is from Dylan's wedding. Uh you can see more of these photos on my Instagram page at Barrett Dudley. Uh but this was my this was my green suit with my Amelie on door. Mm-hmm. Ring the bell. Thank first, you, Randy. First, be- first bell ring of the year. Guess who took a lot of these photos, by the way? Uh, probably producer, producer Randy. Producer Randy. He yes. didn't take any of me. He was uh, he was a perfect Instagram boyfriend that day. Thank you, Randy. Uh, but the, but yeah, so I think this is my... The, I also pulled up... This is another another lace moment from uh, from from Charleston for me. Dude, it's a year was, of lace for us. Which was, was, what, which was um, probably one of my favorite summer fits. And then uh, let's see what else I got here. This was my, th- th- this was from Telluride, probably my, my favorite, like casual look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had a really big year with, uh, the latch. The one thing I did do right, the Clark's Wallabies. Yeah. So yeah. I just, I just, I just latched on even when I was uncomfortable with them and I made it work. What is the, what's the heat index say about Wallabies right now? I, I don't think they became saturated or overpopular so enough to where like they, it, like I would like I think the wallaby is a shoe that when I see it online I think to myself I hate how that looks when I see it on someone's foot and they are like they are actually wearing it I think huh I should really buy some of those it I don't know why I'm usually not like that I usually don't have that that huge difference but when I see it just standalone I'm not into them when I see it on, like in that photo alone I was like yeah those look great I need a pair of those yeah, and then um, I'll just I'll end the year with one as well here. This is one of my my more recent pickups. This uh, this jacket here is from John Elliott, and it basically it's just a deck jacket. But I, I it's maybe my favorite thing that I've purchased this year because it just feels like a cocoon mm-hmm. when you wear it. Mm-hmm. Like, and it does like this weird shape thing where it's almost like wraps you from the bottom up instead of from your shoulders down. See, I think I would like what you're talking about. If that about. makes sense. I think it kind of does. Uh, and I, I like, I basically just like pulled inspo for with the white shirt and light denim off of one of their styled editorial photos. But uh, this has kind of been my, my, my favorite, my favorite fall. Is that your garment so of the year? I think that's probably my, it might be my garment of the year. I think it's probably my garment of the year. Oh, fuck. I didn't even think of my, I know. Uh, I know what my garment of the year is. My garment of the year is my denim AYR shirt that gives pottery. <laughs> I've been wearing it all fall. I love it. It's have cozy. You, have you stepped into the office with it on again? Yeah, I have. Yeah. I have. I have. I also wore it in our Christmas card photos just to solidify that, yeah. it, that it yes. was going to go down in history. Yes. It was, I, I needed you, it to be. That is how you lock something in. Yeah. Say, I, I, this is here to stay. I'm that. True confidence, right there. Mm-hmm. I, I knew that I, I knew that I had know. to make sure that it was going to live on, and that uh, my son would look back one day and say, "Wow, in 2022, my dad wore a denim shirt." In 2022, my dad was really giving pottery. Mm-hmm. He was giving so much pottery. He was really then. giving arts and crafts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Barrett, to close things out today, uh, do we have any knee-jerk reactions to people's reactions to our in-and-out lists? You didn't get a. T- you actually got a lot of people on your side for a lot of the stuff that you had. The two biggest things that I had uh, that I took away from this were that uh, people were not happy with my dirty martini uh, that, yeah, that's take right. as well as my oysters. But to those people, I need to say, you did not listen because I'm not anti-people having those. I simply think that we can do better. I simply think that we can make some choices in 2023 that will allow us to expand our horizons. But I mean, you should be pretty happy with how the uh, the general public uh, took on your list. Yeah, um, yeah, it was mostly mostly really good feedback. I, I was at, 
I was surprised. I was surprised by both reactions almost to the QR code thing. Yeah. Overwhelming, like, yeah. you know, support for it. But then there were also people. So I was, I was surprised that the support was like, so, you know, no yes, one's this, no one shifted my but, view, but then people were like, were really going to bat, like very small, very, a very small vocal minority, okay. but people were really going to bat for the, for the, for the, the reasons QR people codes. said that we need QR codes, germs. Yeah, I, we're we're all hyper conscious of germs. Yeah. Like we, yeah. we just went through COVID. Uh, we had people saying that, uh, it's, uh, so they don't have to reprint the menus. Okay, I get it. I get it. I kind of whatever. Okay. Like, yeah. Like yeah. Uh, the people that say that uh, it saves uh, waiters and waitresses time. As a former waiter, some of the best time that I had to converse and impress a table was while handing out the menus and saying, "Hey, how you guys doing today?" Like that time <laughs> right. is valuable to yes, me. Yes. Like yes, that was that was a good yeah, way yeah. to show, like, "Hey, I'm a fun guy. You're gonna enjoy your meal. Let's do this." But yeah, you you that was polarizing. You had a lot of people watch that reel, Barrett. I know, yeah, it was great. It was great. Um, but but I also just wanted to to give a shout out to everybody that that did um just respond with how much they liked that podcast. Uh Copper Blues, especially on Instagram, he said he told he told us that this was amazing and that he and his wife spent four hours over several cocktails dissecting our lists and then making their own. Love to hear which that. Which is just basically like, you know, all the all the affirmation that I need to to know that we're 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 doing something fun on this podcast. Um, so I'll just, I'll pick a few off, off of their list. Cause he sent them to me. I asked him to send them to Love me. It. Um, just to kind of wrap it up here. Uh, let's see. And I don't know, so I don't know who's the, he sent me both of their in and out. So I don't know who's is who's, but, uh, here's some ins, uh, air dried hair, which I think kind of plays into the Sydney Sweeney kind of wet thing, which yeah. is like wet, but also it's air drying. Sally, and it's, it's I want I need to give credit to my wife. She told me to do this for our in and out list. She said like, like hair that looks like he just got out of the shower and didn't touch it. She, yeah, okay. she begged yeah, me to put yeah. it on the list, and I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not doing it. Um, short nails. I, I see a lot of acrylics out there. I, I, you, oh. you, you, are we going back to short nails? I'm a nails? nail picker. I pick, I pick constantly. Can we, have, can we say that picked nails are in? <laughs> uh, curated weekly newsletters. Shouts to Will. Love that. Right Let's ride. Yeah. Love me a newsletter. Uh, what else we got? In um, Peanuts. Peanuts are in. Just, just and, peanuts and in general. Just peanuts, yeah. And then uh, dinner parties. I love that one. I would really. I feel like we're of the age where, like, I'd love, I'd love to start seeing some dinner parties. Even if we don't uh, have dinner you know. parties, I think we need to start having uh, like cocktail hours. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I got a cocktail party tonight. It's. T- it, oh, I can't have dinner a cocktail parties. Party. Dinner parties in the mon- like that. This is tough for our generation because we are the, 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 basically, all the generations before us when they were thirty-five years old, they all had houses. Yeah. So it was like much more of like a thing. Like yeah. we're the houseless generation, essentially. Yeah. I want my son um, to so grow up in the same way that different. I grew up, which is navigating my parents' like dinner parties. Yeah. Like like bumping into people's knees and, and listening to that. Like watching the sandlot from the from the master bedroom while I could hear everyone downstairs like <laughs> dropping glasses and stuff. It just it was great. Great way to grow up. But yeah, thank you to to, to everybody that listened and, and gave us feedback, whether it was you know in support or disagreeing. We had a fun the, year the, on retail the, therapy the, overall. The disagreement is is part of it as well. I mean, if we didn't ruffle a few feathers, and then what fun would that have been? Exactly. That's why you do it in an outlet to <laughs> ruffle feathers. <laughs> to everyone out there who listened over the last year, thank you. Uh, we we did I, almost thirty episodes over the course of twenty twenty two. We didn't really know what this was going to turn into. We didn't really know how it was going to go, where we were going to go with it. But I think overall it became a pretty pretty successful venture, and I think it's going to be something we keep on doing. So, uh, yeah, welcome to twenty twenty three. I'm glad that we dropped this episode on the on the first of the year, and uh, yeah, onward and upward.
Any, any closing thoughts, Barrett? No, um, you, you, you really, you really said it all. How many episodes did we do this year? <sighs> Almost thirty. I think we ended up doing twenty-eight, twenty-nine, nice. maybe nice. thirty. Uh, well, it, I don't know if the Jerry Seinfeld uh, in Kith episode actually do, made it as an official episode. Did we episode. do a full year? Did we start in January? We did start in January. Yeah. January sixteenth, I think, okay, was the first so episode. Year two of 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 retail therapy. Um, can't wait. All right, we'll see you guys. Uh, probably maybe a week or maybe two weeks. Either way, we'll see you guys later.